Girl DJ Tay. Hey y'all, what's up? It's Bree. And y'all tune into another episode of Missing It. What's, what's good? Up? What's good? What's good? How y'all feeling? <laughs> <laughs> you can see if we're feeling good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Niggas usually spo- um usually supposed niggas usually record on Thursdays. But see what happened was niggas was in their feelings. Cue Drake music. But anyway. <laughs> Wow. Nah, seriously though, yesterday was not good for me. You know why it wasn't good for me? Because I hate my job and I hate everybody who works there and I just hate working. I yeah, hate having a nine to five. Nine okay. Five. Matter, for real, for real, I work 630 to two in the morning. So that's just not That's still eight hours though. Yeah, it is. It is. Eight yeah, yeah. And a half. Well, it's seven. It's seven. Seven to right. two. Well, yeah. yeah. I don't know how to count. It's cool. Yeah. But like <laughs> math. But no, like, yeah, just my work has been stressing me out. Like, I only had two real jobs my entire life. First one was at Crab Balls. Fuck them niggas. And then the second one is at Target. And it's just like at, at a certain point, it's like every what with the two jobs, it's like. I get to a point where I just feel like I'm o- I'm overworking myself. Nobody gives two shits. I'm just I'm the only one doing the work, and I cry and get sad when I wake up, or I just stare at the ceiling for like ten seconds, thinking, "Wow, this isn't life. This sucks. I hate myself. Why did I apply? Well, I needed money. Capitalism. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, just yeah. So I'm giving myself well. I was gonna get myself to March to leave, but Brianna is giving me till January. I don't even want to say till January, but the thing is, like, I mean, you can't. It's not good to quit a job without a job lined up. I've done that before, Mm. and (laughs) I was out of work for a little minute. But you not now? No, I'm not anymore. But you not now? You're right. You're right. However, it's it's smart to try to at least have like interviews set up or whatever before you just full throttle say i'm done like fuck y'all i'm out of here but i do understand at the same time like when you're really fed up and you are giving a job all your time and devotion and your energy you really do want to throw the towel in as soon as possible like you know you keep saying like i'm gonna quit but then you wake up be like it's time to get this money i gotta do what i gotta do but (laughs) then that day that day when you're over it and you be like fuck this Mm -hmm. fuck the money this is not worth my mental health or my energy. That's going to happen because that's, that's happened to me a couple of times. Mm-hmm. So I just have to be like, adios. Your last job, how did you feel? My last job, I quit because they had me fucked up to the umpteenth, ta- mm, umpteenth power. Like, it was it was crazy. First of all, let me just say really quick. I mean, I, I that job was, it had its cool moments, but then after a while, it was just like, no. So well, Where for, do you work since you don't work there no more? Where do I work? I mean, now? where where did you work? What um, I worked at about? a hotel in Dupont Circle. 
I live in Akakik. That's a 40-minute drive. Super. And I used to have 8 a.m. classes, and they used to schedule me to work 3 p.m. to 11.30 p.m. I Then I get home to, like, 12, oh, 20. Yeah, you used to come over Jordan House to match or whatever, and it will be, like, 12, like, 11.30, like, Yeah, but only on, like, Fridays, like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because it's, like, any other time, it's, like, what, what are you doing? And then, like... It was just horrible management. Anytime you work anywhere with horrible management and you're not even getting benefits. I mean, look, the benefits, if it's, if it's a bad job, the benefits can't make it good, in my opinion. Like, a bad job is a bad job. Like, you feel disrespected. I started to feel really disrespected when they was playing with my hours. On top of y'all scheduling me to get home at 12 o'clock when I have a fucking 8 a.m., I told them I was going away for spring break and I went on a trip to Texas. Mm-hmm. When I came back, they was giving me one day a week to work, right? <laughs> then it would be some weeks. They Two was, hour shifts. They would send me the schedule. <laughs> they would send me the schedule and I wouldn't even be on it, right? Why'd you send it to me? Why are you, then, you flexing on me? What, hours? <laughs> then what, what made it, when I really knew they was playing with me, everybody I worked with is Muslim or, uh, what's the other religion? Muslim or like Buddhist or whatever, right? I'm mm-hmm. the only person who goes to church right mm-hmm. they scheduled me on easter sunday to work <laughs> so that was just like a big i know old, you like, believe in jesus but we don't <laughs> come to work yeah like <laughs> i was really confused and i was like y'all playing with me i don't got time and then it was just like the money the, the only thing that kept me there was the money the money was good i mean that's what every job well but unless you like your job nah but i was just like i'm i'm too fly for this shit like bye i'm not doing this like no so you just left i'm too fly for this shit no nah, yesterday i did want to leave that's yeah, just like I told y'all, we usually we usually record on Thursdays, but my job really just took all my energy and just put it in the ball and they threw it in Satan's pit Damn. of fun or whatever. And I I don't know, I just of didn't want depression. Wanna, yeah. Right. <laughs> Satan's depression. But um Yeah, like sorry. I didn't I didn't want to do the episode because it's like I didn't want to be dry. Well, I mean, eventually if I would have started off, it probably would have been like a little rocky, but as we went on, it probably would have came back. But I just not, I didn't want to give y'all a dry ass episode because y'all don't deserve that. Y'all deserve the best quality ever. So, you know, we here now. Yeah, man. We here now. And I, let me just say before we like. Oh, yesterday was Friday. I keep saying Thursday. You Now we're recording Friday. She don't know Friday. what day to week Whatever. She don't, she don't know what month it is. Y'all understand. Um, if you work somewhere and it's affecting your mental health, please leave that job. Like, That's easier said than done. It's easier said than done, but at the end of the like, money is important. I understand that you need it to survive, but stress will fucking kill you. <laughs> like, no, yeah. Uh, didn't we just hear? Not we didn't just hear about it, but it was a story. A girl died from stress. She was like twenty. She was like tw- yeah, it's like twenty three, twenty four. Like she was, she died from like having to go to grass. Not not die from that. But, like she died from trying to juggle like school and. Life. Just overworking herself. Like, mm-hmm. it's okay not to have everything together at once. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, every like sometimes all your cars is not going to be whatever. Yeah, insert yeah, what like, makes sense. What? Yeah, I don't know what, <laughs> what else to say. But, yeah, like, when when the time is right, things will fall into place that they're supposed to fall into. Because when I worked at that hotel job, I was very depressed. Like, I'm being honest. Like, mm-hmm. I was very, very depressed. And on top of that, I was in school... My grades were good, but it was, like, I used to have to, like, like, it didn't matter at that point. Because it was, like, I was going to school, like, half awake, like, staying up late to do my work after class. I mean, after my uh, my job. My job wouldn't allow me to do my work at 
desk. At the desk. And it would be like, it was just a lot going on. Like that job sucked. Everything was just horrible. Like I wanted to just like disappear. And I was just like, once I quit my job, I mean, yeah, for the first couple of months I was good, but then like, you know, money got short. But I, look, I was happy. Shit, mm -hmm. like, well, the, shit, like, why is my job causing me that much stress? No, for real, bro. Just like you said, when I worked at Crab Balls, bro, I used to wake up just sad. Like, yeah, like I, I to, as soon as I yeah. put on my uniform, it was like all the all the energy and emotion <laughs> I feel, but it was real life just sitting bruh, on me. I, like, I would to, cry. My mom would be like, yes, oh, like I used to carpool like, with my mom some days, and you I would literally understand. be in the car about to cry, and she would be like, "Just quit, just quit." And I'm like, "Mom, like you're then saying you that, to be right? For money, right? No, but you think I saved because I didn't? Because I'm stupid." <laughs> That's a personal problem. It is. I do not know how to budget. No, but... Sorry. But back to depression. Just, you know, if, if you can, because it's not easy. Like, I'm just now to the point where I could say I'm working in something I actually enjoy. And, and what do you do? Well, yes, this week, actually, I just started two new jobs. <laughs> Balling. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> and um, my one job, I'm a communication intern. Um, for a nonprofit, and then my second job, I am a studio assistant at an interior design firm. And that it's just job like sweet as hell. What the uh, interior design? Not sweet, like easy, but like just I would be happy going to that. Yeah, job. Like, like I, I I've been I like this. Be okay. I mean, it's the this is the first week of me working, but it was just like I didn't feel like I was doing something that I didn't want to do. Like I, obviously. You got to do business shit like paperwork and spreadsheets or whatever. That's but like, like, that's just like the, tw that's like 20% of everything else. Like everything else, I'm doing something I actually enjoy doing, something that's like within my major, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like it's making sense now. So I, I'm not as, I'm not depressed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> good. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We are not depressed. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, woo. Yeah. But for all you people, speaking of depression, just to, Take a little left turn real quick. Depression is not an aesthetic. Yeah, it's not a mood. It's not, yeah, it's not cute. It's not tight. That's not something you should aspire to want to be. You should not want to be depressed. Just because everybody else is saying it does not mean you should join the bandwagon. Like, stop making them jokes like, when my depression and anxiety link up, no. In the shoot. Well, how yeah, can they like, do that? You got not in the shoot. No. You don't shoot yourself because you're sad. <laughs> like... like like, and I understand, like, that's the I'm age upset. we live in. Everyone, like, you know, laugh at your pain, it goes away. No, it don't. Like, no, sorry. You, you, you're going to keep laughing, and it's still going to it's gonna build up even more. Like, like man, if you know you have mental, I don't want to say mental issues. I mean, we I all mean, got mental, mental issues. issues. If you know you are sad, and it's sometimes unwarranted, or just things in your life aren't, not, aren't making you happy, Please try to get some help. Please try to take the necessary steps to reverse that. And I know that's so like, oh, thanks, Brianna. But it's like, honestly, so sometimes, not always, little things can be a big difference. Like the little things you choose to do, like switching up your daily regime, switching up the things you, like you have to protect your energy. You had to know who to spend your energy with. Like, mm -hmm. it's just a lot. Like, like I said, like, if you know your job is not making you happy, like, you know, people put so much emphasis on money, but it's like, there is people working for a company or whatever that's doing nothing for them. Nothing. Like, you, and I'm not talking about benefits. Like, are you growing professionally? Are you growing as whatever? Like, don't waste your time. Especially, look, 
I understand wanting to get that one year somewhere on your resume because it looks good. But, mm-hmm. like, if they're not treating you right, bro, dip. dip. No, for real. Because at, at the end of the day, if they... You need to... Re- okay. I'm saying nothing. <laughs> when y'all be saying, like, oh, um, yeah, whatever energy you give me, I'm going to give back. Apply that to your jobs. Apply yeah. to your jobs, your friends, your your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your non-binary joint. Like, apply that to everybody. Like, yeah, like, if your job is really like treating you like shit, then work like some shit and just, and just bounce. Show them, like, this show them treat, that, that you that's don't need them. That's what I had them. to tell my, uh, one of my LODs today. It was like, if y'all show me that y'all don't care, then I'm I'm not going to care. And I don't want to do that, but, I mean, it's on you. Like, it's in your hands, fool. Sorry. Like, how you, if, I don't know, like, I don't get corporations, fool, like, well, just people, just managers or, or something like that. If you have good workers, you need to make sure that your good workers are treated good. Yeah. So they can keep working. Like, so show them that they're appreciated. Because it's like, honestly, like, yeah, this is, you know, whatever corporation, whatever business. But it's like, you don't, this person chose this job. Like, they, they weren't forced into this. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, the employee is just as important as the manager or the boss, CEO. Like, we're all, it's a team effort. Nobody, everybody's role means the same, has has the same type of importance. It holds the same type of weight. Mm-hmm. So. That's me. I mean, that's God. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. The conclusion of that is, if your job ain't trained you right, leave the ugly asses. And make some money somewhere else. Okay? And you might struggle when that goes to the next topic. Fluid. We fluid with it today. We on a hey, wave, baby. Waves on swim, swim so they hate on watch us. Not even on him, on us. What's good? Oh, but nah, if you, some people, I mean, if you just want to leave your job and you don't have anything um, planned after that, and you might enter the stage of stage of struggling. Now, this is kind of targeted uh, more towards creatives or, you know, people doing like not the norm stuff, I guess. So, when I quit Crab Balls, I didn't have a job lined up. I was just, I mean, I had like a couple a uh, couple dollars with me. I mean, not with me, on me or whatever. But after a while, just like Brianna said, that money runs out, okay? You got to eat every day. You got to make Put sure. Put gas in your car. Right, well, I don't drive, so <laughs> I don't have to worry about that. All right. So, <laughs> but gas in your car. I mean, if you smoke, smoking, um, drink, drinking, um, clothes, shoes, socks, underwear, bras. Everything. Everything. And at some point, the money gonna run out unless I mean you were alive, save that bag back. But in, I, I digress. You're gonna enter. You're gonna enter the struggle stage. And with struggle, when when I hit that stage, it, at first it was cool. It was like all right, but then it was just like, bro, what am I about to do? Like nobody was nobody um was hitting up hitting me back when I applied um to the places. Like I was just, and I didn't. You don't want to be that type of child or type of person. Like you lose your job, so now you're asking your mother for twenty dollars every week. Like no, she got bills to pay. She got stuff to worry about. You, you over eighteen now. It's not about you no more. You really got to be an adult. You got to make it. You got to do what you got to do. So basically, I mean, it's not really a question or nothing. It's just like when I was struggling, like that really intense. Wait, put a fire under my ass. It was like, all right, like you don't have a job. You don't, you know, your money is about to run out. What you about to do? Like, everybody know I want to be a DJ because my name is fucking DJ Tay. I got this podcast. Well, I didn't have that before, but I just had the DJ and stuff. So it was like, what am I about to do? What's going on? I'm sad. I have no money. Nothing's happening. I still live with my mom. Like, everything just, like, hit me in the fucking face. Like, reality really stuck with me. It was like, bro, like, you're really adult. Like, you don't have a job. What are you about to do? You can't just sit in your room all day. You can't smoke all day. That's not going to get you anywhere. Mm-mm. You're going to be in the same spot. 
You're going to be in the same mental state, and you're going to be broke. So that's where Lazy Tuesday came from. Like, I have a whole Lazy Tuesday series. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast on SoundCloud, you should kind of scroll a little more down, and you'll see mixes everywhere. Those came from real life struggling. That came from nothing, bro. Like, I was real life. I was done, done. The, the done, done. Like, flip me over. I'm done. Like, I really felt like flip it was in the world. But I got my friend. I had my friends encouraging me. I had my artist, DZ Gordo, encouraging me. Like, just everybody. Just, not everybody, but my real ones telling me, like, bro, you got me. You got to do something. You can't just sit around here all day. You can't just lollygag. Like, because we not, we, we tired of hearing you complain. Well, I wasn't really complaining to nobody, but, you know. How long were you unemployed? Probably like January, March, May, June. They fired me June or July. I think I got I got fired June or July. They didn't even fire me. Why? That's the they didn't fire me right. That's the whole kill. They told me stay home because I had I got in an argument with this customer because she kept playing with me. It's like, bitch, you I I'm already irritated. I already hate this job. You're not about to come be in my face or talk to me any type of way, take pictures of me. Like you're not doing that. So you're going to get yelled at. So anyway, after that whole situation, they was like, just stay home until we get everything situated. And nobody ever called me back. Like nobody ever said, okay, well we saw it and we don't want to take you back. It was just Why like, can't people would just professionally like fire you. Like, right. Bro, and then I it's worse because you're black and you're, you're, you started from your house. Like this is like, you're really trying to start a whole franchise. Like, act professional, my nigga. And then, and then I worked, like, bro, when I tell you I worked my ass off at Crab Balls, like, full, like, I really felt like a slave. Like, I worked, I think I was only off on Sundays and Mondays. Every mm. other day, I would work from, like, 11.30 to, like, 9 or 10. Every day. <laughs> like, <laughs> yo, I hate that nigga. I don't hate that nigga, because I don't, I don't got time to carry no hate in my heart, but I will never forget what he did, like, Fuck you, bitch. Get but it, yeah, get it out, get it out. I can't, I can't, with, man. Cause you know I'm not ever trying to put out, put out, blah, blah, put all that energy out. I mean, <laughs> like, but look, now you're not there no more. You know, I'm not. I'm, I'm good. And well, now I'm at Target, and I'm sad. Still. I, know, but look, <laughs> I, mean, I understand, but like you said, where was it's beauty in the struggle, nigga? And you, uh, <laughs> you made some really great mixes from that time. Thank so you. So it's Appreciate like, it, you know what I'm saying? That's that was you relinquishing your artistic ways mm-hmm. and you did something that you were passionate about, something you really cared about. Cause you know, sometimes like sometimes the struggle, cause I feel like people always say good art comes from like a tumultuous time. Like people be going through shit and it's like, Oh, like for instance, like people love 808s and heartbreaks. It's like, Oh, Kanye mother died. A- Ambrose broke with him. Oh yeah. It's a banger. And it's like, I know it's funny, right? I mean, that was one of his most like. No, 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 it is. But sometimes it's not always about what you produce during that time because, like me, I'm the kind of person I feel like when like when I am depressed, it's like a block on me, like creatively. But I I have a lot of things that don't like marinate in my mind. So when I do get to that place of happiness, that's when I'm ready to execute. You know, everyone's different. But it's just the fact that you have to go through certain things sometimes to to get, like, that spark under mm-hmm. your ass and really, like, really, like, start em- embarking on your potential. Because it's, like, I guess I'll be, I guess it's, like, I'm trying to think. Like, 
you ever think like how come I didn't do this before? Like why like why something bad had to happen for me? Because uh, yeah. For yeah, it's like that. just like when yeah. okay, on Twitter and be like, why would uh, a girl I mean, why when uh like shit, what did we say on Twitter? When a boy break up with a girl, when a girl just break up with somebody, like you know, like they glow up or like, mm-hmm. they be like why did it take for a nigga to break your heart for you to do that? Because it's like you don't. I mean, when you was with the nigga, you didn't see certain things. It's just like yeah. you felt content or everything was good, but it's like now you hurt and you like, dang, I really need to get myself together. Like I need to really fix me because I, I mean, obviously I wasn't doing. I mean, you were doing it when you were with the guy. I hope. I don't know. You just, I don't know. You just level up when, when bad shit happens. Like level you up. have to. Level up. Level Cause up. something level bad up. just happening. Like you have to make yourself feel good. So if they want to lose 30 pounds and make themselves foot, feel then good, it. then do it. If they want to gain 30 pounds after that, then they can do that because they're in a bad spot. And that's the only way for them to get out of the bad spot is to, to glow up on niggas. Well, in that case, but yeah, Mo, struggling. I mean, you, yeah, nobody wants to struggle forever. So you have to do something. And from that something, level up on yourself. It's not even about leveling, leveling, lava lamp. It's not even about leveling <laughs> up <laughs> on <laughs> others. <laughs> like I understand people like when you like lose a friend. Not because that sounds like death. When you stop being friends with somebody mm-hmm. or you break up with somebody, you be like, man, fuck that. I'm about to stunt on it. It's like no stunning yourself. Like you not don't even associate yourself. Don't don't associate anything of your rebirth with that old shit from your past. Like let it go. Let it go. Yeah. Like keep right. you cold. If okay. You, <laughs> so if you're yeah, after something bad happens, if you your first thought is low, I need to do something to really show these niggas I'm really about it. Like I'm not hurt. Show yourself you're about it. Let let yourself know who, who's boss. Right. Like you're, come you on. are hurt because you're still thinking about impressing them or letting them know that, oh yeah, I'm doing good out here. Like I am flourishing. I'm good, <laughs> honey. Like Prof- Prospering. Yeah. <laughs> I am prospering. <laughs> I love Gunna. But, um, <laughs> oh my gosh. You'll be like, that's awesome. But nah, for real. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh my. Flex on yourself and not nobody else. <laughs> Damn, no, Rob. Am I gonna? Yeah. No cap. No rap cap. But, um, <laughs> why are you dancing? I don't know. Dancing is good for the soul. But yeah, Mo. Flex on you. Love you. Make sure you was good. Make sure you look in the mirror. You like what you see. Mm-hmm. That's right. Bitch. But um, <laughs> we were supposed to talk about this in the beginning of the podcast, but Miss Brie or whatever. What's the ATL? Miss who? Miss who? Miss Brie. <laughs> Miss Brie. <laughs> you. She went to Atlanta with all the gays. And oh, wow. um, we're going to let her tell... tell you about her experience and hey what guys, happened. Hey guys, what's up? It's me, Bri. Um, <laughs> it's yeah. Me, so this past week, um, no, how don't how do, last what week, this last, last week? whatever. I don't know words. I don't know anything. I'm not a human. Um, last week I was in Atlanta. <laughs> spent eight days. No, six days. Can't count either. You can't count. All right, six days in Atlanta. I was there for A3C festival. Linked up with some friends. It was the great. Fucking time, y'all. I had a blast. Shout and out Kayla. Shout out Kayla. Shout out Cheyenne. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, Atlanta was really cool. That was my first time being there. Mm. Like, actually out. In the, I've been in the airport before, but that don't, that don't count. That don't. It don't count. So, I have um, one black friend. <laughs> so I can say nigger. Go ahead. That's not what I said. Um, <laughs> it was really cool. And 
I just really feel like Atlanta is like the new, like they, they need to call Atlanta Chocolate City. If you want to have some black ass fun, y'all, go to Atlanta. Like for real. That shit was next level fun. Like every day was an adventure. It was so fun. On top of the festival and then like the side parties and just like, I really love traveling. Even though I don't do it, I do it like once every 8,000 years. It's just really cool to see like other people in different parts of America and if you internationally travel the world. But um it was just really cool. Like they need to call that shit Chocolate City, not not DC, because DC is like whatever. Anyways, <laughs> hashtag DC gentrification. White. I mean everybody's getting gentrified. Like I had a talk with like my Lyft driver down there mm-hmm. and he was telling me about what's going on. But it was just I had a really great time, and I needed that. You gonna tell us what you did? What made you had a great time? Fool, what you do, man? What, let the people know. Oh, y'all, y'all ain't know. Y'all want like details, details. Okay, so um, <laughs> A3C Festival, all three coasts. It was really good. So it's basically a festival for artists and people who all fall under the umbrella of the artistry and the entertainment business. So PR, A&R. Uh, managers, directors, videographers, writers, journalists, you name it, they was there. So um, the first five days, no, first, no, the four, three days, three to four days was um, panelists with some of the most renowned people in the industry. Like I did a panelist, I'm sorry, I did a panelist. I uh, saw a panel for women A&Rs, women publicists, it was one like the little Uzi's manager, Chris Brown's manager, people who um the 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 CEO of the the Fader had a panel. That was really interesting. Um it was just a lot and it was just so good. Like even if you couldn't like specifically relate to it, like obviously I don't want to be an A&R, but I, I sat in on a panel with someone mm-hmm. who wanted to be an A&R and we watched it. And it was just really interesting and meaningful to hear people's stories of well, how they had what is an A&R to, for people that don't know? A&R stands for Artists and Repertoire. So basically it's like people who kind of like scout out artists and get them on or scout out a sound or a, a genre or whatever the case may be. And they push it on the map. They make it happen. Like that's an A&R. I wonder how that even like what really qualify like... What do you have to do to be respected as an A&R? You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just be like, oh, I found so-and-so. It's like, well, who are you? And how do you, like, you know. You, well, I guess you it's all about saying? the, I guess it's all about the input or the, it's about the input you give and it's about the effect that your artist or whatever you're producing has on the world, I guess. I mean, I can't, I'm not going to speak too much on it because I don't know everything. Like, that's, that. like, that was, right. if you really want to know some A&R shit, ask Kayla. That's what, that's what she's on right and now. And what's Kayla's at name? Kayla. You know it? Shout out to my man's KB, you know what I'm saying? You can find her at K-A-Y-X-B-R-Y-A-N-T-K-X Bryant on all social media. Plug. Yeah, fun. That's a future A&R in the making right there, girl. Hey. Nah, Kayla real life. Let's talk about Kayla for two. You know what? That's our creative of the day, man. Hey, that's creative our creative of, of the day, day bro. <laughs> like Kayla be out here, bro. I'm about to real life flex on y'all with hey. her, bro. Hey. Like, hey. nah, for real. Kayla's a vegan. <laughs> She's healthy. Kayla's a vegan. She's in the Air Force. Yes, yeah, so that body's on. Oh, <laughs> it's on that. Boy, I don't even know hot. what that means. Fool. It's hot. Mmm. <laughs> But yeah, she uh, in a, but she I don't want to disrespect her. What's her branch again? What She's in the Air Force. 
She's in the Air Force. She be flying planes because she's fly. <laughs> she be flying planes. Yeah. <laughs> but nah, Kayla is what? What Kayla? Kayla does a lot of things. Like it's really kind of hard to put a name on her. That's why I just say creative. Like she, she's creative, but she, she's, she is into like well, yeah, that, everything. Her I mean, best friend. So I'm gonna let her kind of stare this joy because yeah, like she got the tea. Man, look, Kayla, my man's breath. <laughs> we've been, we've been friends since third grade. That's my dog. Oh, but damn. What? Um, she just has her hand in a lot of stuff, and she really. One thing I really respect about her is that she really wants everyone to win. And I fuck with that mentality, and I love it. And I just seriously, because it's like you know when you a lot of people say that, but don't really mean it. Not even that. It's so easy to be selfish with your creativity. Like we already talked about that. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But I feel like she, you know, she tries to help everybody who's in her circle in an immense way, and I really appreciate that because I'm not gonna lie. Kayla is one of my most creative friends, and sometimes she calls me strictly just to talk creative business, and sometimes I'm like, oh my God, here we go again. Like, Kayla, I just want to sit in my bed and be be Brianna. Like, I just want to be pessimistic old Brianna and just hate my life. But it's like, no, <laughs> pick up that phone and get that refreshment you need. Like, you need friends like that. Because she, 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 like, when we talked about friends putting fire under your ass, that's one of my friends who put that fire under my ass. She literally would drag my ass, put me in check, and be like, look, you have this gift, you have this talent, why aren't you using it? And we need friends like that. Mm -hmm. Like, on top of her being a creative, that's what makes her a better creative because she really wants everybody to do them in... To be happy. ...an efficient way and be happy about it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I fuck with her. Follow my man's Yeah, And she makes fire playlists every Friday. Oh, yeah. Uh, Was it Good Friday KB playlist? Yeah. If you you go to her Instagram, you're going to see it. If you go to her IG and follow my man's, (laughs) you'll see all the creativity. She's out here flexing, bro. Like, not for real, though. Like, she got her her whole Instagram is cleaned up. She got everything set at a, you know, the way she wanted, like, the color scheme she be doing, like everything on that journey just and refreshing, bro. Let me tell y'all something about Kayla, y'all. We was fucking niggas up in Atlanta. Dance battles, no one was seeing us. Who gonna see Nobody us? Nobody was seeing you us. Think somebody in the Air Force gonna lose a dance battle, nigga? Nigga flying planes. Save the country, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> I can do thugs. anything, nigga. Bruh, I can do any eight count, bruh. Any sixteen Wait, count. Wait, pause before we move on. I have to tell you guys about the little Wayne part of A three C festival. All right, I'm upset, y'all. No, talk about the key situation. Let's talk okay, about that all right, before so we go this to is, Wayne. This is the last day of the A three C festival. The last two days were the actual outdoor music festival part. So, like, the whole point is the first three days. All panels from like nine to nine type shit. You pick which panels you want to go to. The last two days was the festival outdoors with a great lineup. They had like a, a Wu Tang thing. They had Dipset. They had Young Baby Tate, Light Skin Keisha, Trina. Like you name it, whatever. So the last night when we were there, I was so excited to see Key. Like y'all, if y'all know me. Or you know my friends, we love Key. Like, Key, Key is just great. Okay, 777, album of the year, fight me. You're not going to win. Bru- Anyways, mm. when Key came out, when I tell you, I was so ready. I was ready like Freddie, y'all. I was so fucking happy. 
And he's in his hometown of Atlanta. That can touch. Mm-hmm. I mean, I understand that some people are bigger outside of their hometown. Whatever. Y'all, the crowd was so dead. It was like me and like this boy next to me and like a couple other people who was the only ones going crazy. Like when he was doing prices, uh, the Kelly Price freestyle and just everything, like everything. He didn't even finish the whole album. Like he got off early because niggas was so dry and stagnant, like sitting there like some damn. I need to appreciate Key, bro. Frogs in the log. Like I was really pissed off. And I, I, I DM'd him and was like, please come to DC and do another show because you did not get your due respect in Atlanta, like the girl next to me was like, "Oh, he from Atlanta? He from the East Side?" I was like, "Girl, I'm not from here. I don't know what side he from, but you need to be cranking. Like, what's wrong with you?" And then I got her phone and I made her follow him because I'm not playing like the fuck. But <laughs> I would just, I don't know, y'all. Like, I know everybody has their own favorite artist, but it really makes me mad when people make, in my opinion, good music and other people can't see. Like, I know that's so like subjective, but it's like, why don't you listen to him? <laughs> like, no, seven 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 zero. Like for real, bruh. That's that album is too good. It's so good. Like it's I can li- really too good for any of y'all. Like <laughs> I don't even deserve it. Like I didn't this shit to make me hate myself. Pistol on my belt. I, I can't, can't make, make this up. up. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> y'all ass games like <laughs> No, for real, like that bar, they probably be like that dream was weak. But if you hear, no, you have to hear that album. Kenny Beats, Beats, Beats is undefeated. That's Ain't the greatest white nigga I ever seen in my life, fool. That's the greatest white man ever. <laughs> oh God, bar mothers, like come on, man. Caucasian. <laughs> that nigga is. I was shocked when he was. He, uh, I found out he was white. Who else is white? Um, Murder Beats. Murder Beats is white. I think I made that up. Wait, he might be. Nah, I think he is. I know. Uh, Murder. Hold on. Somebody white son. So all the white producers that's making this crank fool, y'all yeah, can possibly be just white. Y'all yeah, possibly in racism, mo. He look like he he looks like he eats peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. I don't know, nigga. Like, yeah, but yeah. Let me. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to all the white producers who sound like they're Thanks. not white. Anyways, fast forward to a couple of hours later, the anticipation was rising in the arena for little yeah. Wayne Tunchi because that was his first well that was supposed to be well you know what this let me just tell the story mm-hmm. little Wayne as we all know what two weeks ago a week ago dropped the card of five long await you know everybody oh. was excited for that shit anticipated yes you know what I'm saying we really wanted that shit it mm. dropped AC3 A3C festival was supposed to be his first per- full performance of him performing songs from that album. It was super crowded, obviously more than well, I, mm, the Wu Tang and Dipset and the Currency. Everybody else like was really crowded. Like that day was super crowded, but when Lil Wayne came, it was like well, first Manny Fresh went on for like did like a 30, 40 minute set. You know whatever that was cool, but. At that moment, you did feel people like pushing a little bit. You know, people mm-hmm. working their way to the front. Where are you going, first of all? What I hate, whatever. I mean, you have to do what you have to do to get a good sight at a concert, but please be respectful and mindful. If you are six foot five and I'm five ten, I mean, and I'm five four. Why am I saying you are not five ten? I'm not five ten, I'm five four. But you know, use your common sense. Like, are you gonna be good on your back? Because I can't see, nigga. Right. Anyways, <laughs> so people Are you made of glass? Yeah, like you're not made of glass. Sit Bitch. your get your ass in the back. So, anyways. People was pushing, whatever. Me and my friends had 
a good place where we could see, you know, optimal balance, pretty great, you know, mm -hmm. decent view. We wasn't going to get too close because how was we going to do that? So long story short, Manny Fresh finishes his set. Everybody's riled up. Everybody is super ecstatic. Little motherfucking Wayne is finna take the stage and blow niggas' minds, right? Mm -hmm. He come out, you know, he's full of energy, totally amped up. He's saying, like, what's up, A3C? I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for y'all. I'm tuned to you. Turn the fuck up. Like, you know, everybody's excited. That's crazy. He that does, like, two, three, four songs, maybe. He did, like, I think he did um, if you, um, Got Money. I know he did that. Mm. He did um, Fireman, I think. Ooh. He did, like, he, did, he was doing, like, all the classics, right? So we getting ready for that. Well, obviously, he was going to have, like, an hour set. We was probably, what, 10, 15 minutes in? Mm. All of a sudden, boom, like... I don't even know what the fuck happened. All I know was, like, we was already smushed, like, sardines. But at that moment, we all, like, did a domino effect. And everyone was, like, leaning on each other, like, mm. being smushed. Thought I was going to die. Heard somebody say, oh, my God, they shooting. First thing I think of is, like, oh, shit. Like, the shit that happened in Vegas. Remember that shit? Like, what, like what, what, uh, the, the terrorist, the domestic oh, yeah, terrorist yeah, yeah, attack yeah. in Vegas where the man shot at the festival. Mm -hmm. Or the thing at the nightclub in Orlando. Like, so I'm, yeah. you know, I don't got time. And I heard some stuff about that, but we'll talk about that on another episode. Yeah. Um, I don't have time. So I thought I was going to die. Thank God I didn't. Um, it was just really crazy. It was like shoes, wigs, wallets, money, single pair of Yeezys, and Jordan 1s everywhere. Like, it was a lot happening. I would be so pissed if I lost my Yeezy. Nigga, I, I, I lost my favorite necklace, but then I was like, it could have been worse, and I could have lost it my life. Been me. Yeah, so it was like whatever. Um, my friend said when she found me, I was doing the Mary J. Blige dance. <laughs> All I really was. And I believe it. <laughs> like I don't, obviously I couldn't see myself, but knowing me and when I'm frantic and I'm looking for somebody. <laughs> <laughs> like I really probably was doing the Mary J. Blige dance because I was on the phone. I was like, "Where are you?" First of all, Kayla's military ass. She hopped, hopped the fence. fence. She was not playing. She went into boot camp mode in 0.5 seconds. Beast mode. Yeah. <laughs> then, long story short, we found our friends. The concert got ended early. My neck was hurting for the past week. Um, my friends have bruises. There was people hopping on one foot. They said it was like 15, 16 ankle injuries. Why was y'all? First of all, girls was wearing heels. Please do not wear a heel to Why? an outdoor festival. Why, Why did you think that, that was okay? Who are you impressing? I mean, maybe you maybe you like heels. I get I it, mean, yeah, but yeah, you yeah, have you to right, you like right, you, you, right. you have to think if, if survival mode kicks in, you cannot run in heels. You got yeah. You bet. Yeah. It's either you're gonna take them off and and kick it on your feet, or you're gonna die. That is like, smart though. Yeah, if you go to outdoor concerts, please you need to wear sneakers at all times. That's yeah. I Because if yeah. some pop off, you need to. We need to get out of there, baby. You need to run. But y'all. That that was my only like OC experience. I mean, it was OC because it was like, damn, that really just happened. But then afterwards, it was kind of like funny a little bit. Like, I feel like I always laugh at shit like that that I shouldn't be laughed at after yeah, I make very it out. Dark humor. Yeah. All right. But um, you know what? <laughs> we back in Maryland and shit, and it was fun and shit. I'm really happy I went. I had a great time, and I just want people. Which I what I want you guys to take from this is if you can and if you had the money and the time, take a trip. Somewhere spontaneous. I mean, I didn't go to like the fucking Amazon forest, but like, this takes a trip somewhere really fun and 
spontaneous and have like just do everything. Like don't be afraid to dance in the club. Don't be afraid. Well, I mean, don't be 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 careful. Don't do like I don't know an unknown drug or some shit. But like, don't be afraid to dance battle random niggas. Don't be afraid to That's dress how you. you want. Don't be afraid to wear a fun crazy wig on vacation. Like, okay, we know you bald headed, but that red wig is popping right now. It's okay. Like that was a shot at me. Wow. Fuck you. My bad. It wasn't really for you. It was more so for anybody. Whatever. Anyways, <laughs> moral of the story is y'all have fun. Like vacation is fun. Okay. We're gonna move on <laughs> because clearly this bitch had a glitch. Simulation is failing. But um, <laughs> I had fun in Atlanta. <laughs> I love Donna. But um, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm going to do some changes. <laughs> yeah. We going, um. I done with some new V-Loan. Hey. I done did shit on my own. Hey. <laughs> what? Whatever. <laughs> hey. Hey. All right. Hey. All right. Sorry, uh, y'all. We're having a moment. We're having fun. Are you? But, um. <laughs> I hope you are, nigga. I hope y'all still tuned in. <laughs> if not, we still got that view. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But not. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Let Let's me chill stop. out, man. Let me get serious, Let us relax. Man. I mean, but why though? Why do we have to relax? This is this is our podcast. We're gonna do what we wanna do. Bitch. But um next topic <laughs> is boundaries. Well this this came from Bree. So you know what? I'ma just I'ma just lead it. Do your thing. Do your thing. I'ma do it. Do your thing. I'ma do it. Do but um the <laughs> The topic is boundaries, y'all. Boundaries with friends, families, your pet, <laughs> your your boy, your girl, your motherfucking pet rock. Like, I don't know. Like, boundaries for whatever. So, what are your boundaries, Bree? We're going to start with you because you're the only person here. What are your boundaries for, let's start off with friendships. Friendship. Yeah, friendships. Friendships. French fries. <laughs> I love potatoes. But, um, <laughs> um, my boundaries, I feel like the one boundary I feel like I have with friends is I like to keep a policy of honesty. Mm-hmm. But also, I feel like you have to know when and when not to... Like, a boundary I try to set with people is, like, you have to understand, in order to be my friend, I'm my own person. Mm -hmm. So, you, whatever you're trying to, it's nothing wrong with influence, because we're friends, it's going to happen, but if you're trying to inflict something on me, and you know I'm not rocking, like, you just know I'm not, don't, don't keep trying that shit. Mm -hmm. Don't. If I tell you I don't like peanuts, and you keep trying, ease me some peanuts, nigga, you're not listening. Yeah, like, don't do that. I, I feel like that's a boundary. It's not... Something I feel like I said automatically, like, hey, I noticed we're getting really close, but before we get any closer, just know. No, it's not like that, but I feel like once people try it, I have to let them know. Like, look, I said what I said, and I meant that shit. Mm-hmm. So stop. Please. Because I, that's one thing. That's, like, my biggest pet peeve is when people are, like, I, I'm like you, like, you keep getting declined. Like, I'm telling you no, and you're being super. A nuisance. Yeah, you're being a nuisance. Like, stop. With the, well, stop with the consistency. It's not needed at this point. Sorry. Do, wait, do you, first of all, do you have a lot of boundaries that you set or is it kind of like, yeah, do you, yeah. Like, I don't think, it? I don't think, well, it's not, like I said, it's not always like, hey, here's the list of the boundaries to be Brianna's friend. But I feel like it kind of, it's like an, like almost like an 
innate thing. Like, it just kind of happens. Or people just pick up on it. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like even though I can be close with my friends, like, I have friends, I tell everything. I feel like there's a part of me that I don't show people. Like, I'm still private in my own little way. Mm-hmm. So. As everybody should be. Right. I feel like everybody should be. Because if you tell everybody everything about you and yourself, like, don't know. Like, people don't need to know that. Save some save some of you for you, okay? Thank Damn. you. Damn. No, but, for real. Like, everybody does not need to know. That's a personal boundary. Mm-hmm. You need to know what to say and what not to say to certain people. Even your best, 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 bestie, best, best, best friend. Like, yeah. They don't need to know everything. Just like they probably feel the same way. You don't need to know. You don't need to know everything. You need to know the the main parts. But some stuff is okay just being with me. Like, yeah, give me my space. But yeah, I'm sorry to cut you off. No, you good. Um, I feel like that's a boundary. I. I feel like that's a boundary I don't think I'd blatantly set for people, but they pick up on it. I'll say that. And another boundary I think I need to start... Well, I feel like I had a friend, or I was close with someone in the past, and I feel like they gave me a lot of unsolicited two cents that I never asked for, and it was very opinionated. And it would be like over things that I felt like was like, why do you care? Mm -hmm. Like, why do you care about that? Why are you so upset Like, I'll give you an example um, like, my freshman year of college, I went to some, like, really unknown-ass school up in Pittsburgh, and it was, like, pretty much, when, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter, um, and it was just, like, a, it was a PWI, right, it wasn't mm-hmm. an HBCU, and it was just, like, who goes, to, like, Pittsburgh, no one think like, when you tell someone, oh, yeah, I'm about to go to Pennsylvania, I'm like, oh, you're going to Philly? Like, no one, I'm sorry, Pittsburgh friends, because you they might like, listen. anything out of Philly is Kentucky. <laughs> like, shit, like, <laughs> I mean, Pittsburgh was cool, uh, don't get me wrong, Pittsburgh was cool, but it's not Philly. Like, no, mm-hmm. not at all. But, um, this one friend I had was always like, why are you going there? Why didn't you go to a school with black people? Why you want to be around white people? And why'd you do this? Why you go out of state? You mm, you think you hanging with white girls now? Like, it, bro, what? No, I, why are you still with niggas? Why you not expanding your fucking ride? It's not. It, it, look, it's not even about that. Like, if you feel like an is. HBCU suits you, please go. I want you to be happy with your people. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with HBCUs. That just wasn't my first choice. Like, I never said fuck Howard or fuck Morgan or anybody. Like, yeah, it just, nah, it just wasn't for me. I mean, that wasn't for you. Just didn't want to go. Yeah, it just it just wasn't my go to. But stuff like that, like I don't like, I can't be. It's I don't need people like that in my in my circle. If you're questioning things like that, it's one thing to question it, but then you're saying you're trying to imply that like I felt like I was different or on a other level because I did something really fucking simple. Right. And at that point, if anything, I feel like you're projecting some type of anger or hatred on me from from yourself. Yeah, like are you mad you couldn't go to a PWR? Are you mad you couldn't leave by the street? And it's like, like that's if, if you have a friend who over who is overwhelming in that sense, you need to let them know or end the friendship. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. If you feel uncomfortable with what, Cause about, how someone is talking to you or acting towards you, then you need to leave or talk to them, communicate. Maybe it can be, uh, the problem can be solved. But if not, bye. <laughs> Fuck out of here. You're my friend. You're not my husband, not my wife, my mom, like my dad. Like, you're, you're none of that. But see, the thing with boundaries is sometimes we wait too late 
to, to set them. Yeah, to set them. be like, you seen nothing before? Yeah, because people always be like, well, you wasn't saying that two years ago. And it's like, well, people can... Listen, I feel like whenever arguments happen or two people who are close disagree on something, the whole thing is, you never said that before. And it's like, oh, if I tell you I changed, it's like, oh, did you really... But it's like, you have to take into account, people change every fucking day. Right. Yesterday, so, you like yellow. Today, you like blue. Did I ask you why you changed? No. No, you just, just changed, and I now. accepted Sorry. it. Sorry. But it's like, boundaries. And not only that, sometimes it takes you to be put in that vulnerable state to understand, I have to set this boundary now or never. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to go through shit to understand, this is a boundary I must install on these niggas. Like, Flex on these niggas. But... What about you, Taylor? What are some boundaries you think you have? And why do you think you have them? Like, the way you were raised, maybe, or just, like, why? I take a lot of shit. I feel like I don't have any, I don't, I mean, I have boundaries. But what, I mean, can I really pinpoint it? Just don't, don't, just don't do anything disrespecting me. Like, if I'm telling you, like, just like you, it's just like a, just, God! Mm-hmm. I have a boundary of myself. The fuck me to just shut the fuck up. But, um, yeah. Um... My boundaries with my friends are, yeah, fool, if I don't ask for your two cents or if you realize just, if you just keep doing something that I'm telling you not to do or yeah, you're just overwhelming as a person or you're just doing too much, it's like, bro, you need to, you need to relax, fool, because you definitely, you crossing the line right now. Or yeah, if you're just saying something you don't need to say, if you're just doing something you don't need to do, that's my only boundary, fool, like, control yourself, like, relax. Like, you know how I am. So act accordingly. And I know you are, so I'm acting accordingly. Like if I if I cross a boundary with my friends, I would hope they'll tell me about it. Like, but I don't know. Like See, that's the thing. Like you said act accordingly, right? But mm-hmm. see, that's like a point where you get too comfortable almost with somebody and it's like y'all are so comfortable, you just automatically like assume that they know what's up, they know how I am. But at the same time, it's like they may have an idea of it, but because you haven't spoken on it, they kind of be like, well, she ain't say shit, so fuck. Yeah. Like, I'm I, I really feel like with my friends, though, like, all my friends are real Like, I don't really don't argue with my friends. Like, we don't really have any, like... All my arguments with my friends be, like, not real arguments. Yeah, it'll be, like, two seconds and we good, like... Not even that. Like, we be arguing over dumb stuff. That's what yeah, I mean. Like, I, nothing, I like, real like serious. I picked, I picked a good uh, group of friends. Like, I really... Mm-hmm. Yeah, my niggas be good. Just respect me, not respect you. That's my only. That's my only thing I ask for. Same. That's same for family and same for my significant other. Like, just do right by me. Just I'll do right by you. If I fuck up, let me know. You do right by me. If you fuck up, I'll let you know. I don't get just like you said. I don't come to anybody with the list of boundaries, so I can't really off the top tell you like, well, don't do that and don't do that. It's kind of like a well, if it happens, we'll figure out if I like it or not. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah like. Like going through the motions, like trial and error type shit. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out, and you'll you'll learn my boundaries. You'll learn what to what to say and what not to say to me because of my reaction. And is that's on that? Like, I f- in the, the uh, ah, what the fuck? My mouth. You ever be talking fast and your mouth? Like, oh, uh, I always talk fast. Yeah, it be like sun, like relax. I'm Busta Rhymes. <laughs> Busta, but um, <laughs> what? What nigga? Big Montings. We gone from boundaries. It's time for uh. We all die. You either kill yourself or get killed. What you gonna do? Yeah, nigga, you already know what time it is. Nigga, it's time for what you gonna do. What she gonna do? What she gonna do? So today we gonna have Brianna read it because um, it's my turn, bitch. It, <laughs> it's her turn. All right. 
So, hold on, you guys. Let me find a fucking tab. So, while she right. do that, I'm going to just rhyme for you. I'm going hey, to throw a hey. little fucking ass dime hey, at you. I'm going hey, to fuck you, bitch. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, I'm going to fuck you, bitch. Hey, hey. All right. So, this week's What She Gonna Do is from our friend Leona. <laughs> What's good? All right. So, the subject says, everybody brace yourself. I met the perfect guy in every way, except for one thing. He has a tiny baby wiener. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Scary. All right, let's get into the letter, shall we? We're talking about small dicks, y'all. Let's get into this. All right. Come on, bro. What a story. Can I, you know, just no. breathe really quick? All right. <laughs> so, so, hey, what's up, Missing It Podcast? I have an issue. I really like this guy. He's everything to me but his dick is so little i just really connect with him naturally so easily and strongly like this is going to sound dumb and cliche and like a little middle schooler lol but we have the same music taste and same political views he's super respectful and funny and just really thoughtful and nice oh he's like a nice guy cute and we dated for close to a year so, oh, she says we met on Tinder around this time last year. So mm. close to a year, but they broke up. So it would have been a year. That it was yeah, All right, whatever. But the only thing is he has a really small dick. And to make it even worse, he was really bad at kissing and even worse at sex. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then she says, and to make things crazier, it's super complicated now. I did break up with him like two months ago, but then we started hanging out again and we would be all cutesy, coupley, lame like before. And that part was nice. And now I started staying over there when I go see him because he lives an hour away from me. We ended up doing it and actually he did get better at kissing, but the sex is still kind of lame. I honestly think he may not be attracted to women because if he's not attracted to me, he's obviously not attracted to any woman. Yes, girl, go off. But at the same time, hold on. Anyways, <laughs> it's just so confusing and frustrating. I suggested an open relationship, but he was too insecure about that now. Thanks for everything. Please give me some help. What should I do? Love, Leona. All right. So... Um, you know, I'll let Tay throw the ball to you real quick. Go ahead, sis. Do your thing. Um, <laughs> does sex matter? Yes. Um, <laughs> it matters, kids. Sorry. Um, look, you're just gonna have to break it off because it's break just break it off, boy. Anyway, I didn't know Rihanna was here. Um, <laughs> it was good. <laughs> My leg day, but um. <laughs> buddies friends um you can just fuck with him uh the summertime i don't know um <laughs> I, okay i don't know if this sex, if sex i was in her matters. predicament right and but the, the fact that she says that she thinks he may not be attracted to women i, I think that was a joke I oh. think she. I think she oh. be a little funny. I don't she think, might be have been funny. I mean, if you were did, serious, sis. I know, if you're serious, that's why the dick is weak. If you're serious, if you're serious, you can't just ask and be like, "Hey, you like, you like, you like, you like niggas." But you like, like bussy. No, but like, <laughs> you just gotta be like, "Hey, like, um, I feel like when we're together, you're not 
really into it and just try to get to the bottom of it because it's like that's something that if like if, if you're if he's if he is gay then y'all can just be friends like i'm pretty i mean but i mean but nigga dm niggas bruh y'all really be y'all be pushing through with bitches we're live dating for like 15 years and you don't fuck with them like okay that. well so, yeah if but if on the contrary if it was a joke like we are we are presuming it was a joke yeah then, I mean, he's I, just nervous. He just wasn't talking. I mean, you just gonna have to teach. Okay, yeah. Instead of leaving him, if you really, you know, want to deal with it, then you're just gonna have to teach him how to fuck you. And and then if it doesn't go good after those few lessons, then break it off. <laughs> but, lessons. I mean, if you really like him, you should really put some uh, effort in mentioning it to him, not with the open relationship, because why would... What? Yeah, the open relationship, definitely, I can see why he was thrown off by that. Yeah. Especially... Like, what? If he likes you, you know what I'm saying, and I feel like you like him too a lot. Like you, 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 you mentioned how he was smart and funny and thoughtful. Good and music have, taste, yeah, like, good music on, that's taste. So important. And y'all have the same political views. Like and that's something that's really important to you. I, which is like I, I, the fact that you said it lets me know it's important to you. And I understand like when you have a certain political view and you meet someone else who doesn't, it can be like you can lose your woman boner very hard because it's like yes, I God. believe in abortion and he doesn't. Like th- like. Stuff like that, like that'll that'll throw you yeah. off. It's like ew, like no, I don't want to talk to you. So I feel like you, if you like him, mm-hmm. and if you are willing to look past his penis size, and you have the patience and want to put in the effort to teach him how to please you sexually, go for it. But like Taylor said, if you do it and it's like oh nah, like I cannot. This, this this will not suffice. We can't recover. I am unsatisfied. <laughs> then I'm Zero sorry. Stars. You might have to keep him at a distance as your friend. Or just cut him off. But yeah, okay, or yeah, cut him cut off. Him that's off. A, that's a, because yeah. you, because y'all, y'all gonna be friends or whatever. Then you are gonna be cute. Y'all gonna be talking about politics or some other stupid shit. You're like oh my god, like I really still like you. And then you gonna kiss him <laughs> and be disappointed again and go ask for open marriage. I mean, damn, open relationship. Open marriage. <laughs> Shout out Drew, Drew, whatever the fucking nigga name is on Insecure. No. Ugly ass. Open marriages, open anything. If it's not, listen, no, you need to close it. Yeah, close that <laughs> shit. Close that shit all the way up. Because Sorry. when it's open, it got room for others to have to come in and fuck it up. We so got, we No, we're not over 24 hours. Mm-mm. We didn't even get a fucking business loan yet, so I don't know what we're talking about it. Anyway, um, yeah. Well, yeah, Leona, let us know what your decision is. But try and, it like, out first. Hit us back. Yeah, hit his back, but try it out first, and then you know, if it don't work, it don't work, and it's okay. You'll find a big dick bandit to satisfy your needs. So I hope we answered everything. Big dick in a Cuban link. Next, we're gonna go to the word of the day. <laughs> Time to get educated, niggas. We love words. 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 Bill Nye, the science guy. Bill, 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 Bill. 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 All right. <laughs> That's what of the day, me y'all. Bye. Taylor, can I just say, me and Taylor, like, compared to the last episode, last episode, we did not have this much energy. Like, we were really, like, flabbergasted and, like, discombobulated. I was fucked up. And, like, episode. today, we just on, like, we on a thaw while we on the imaginary happy. Adderall today. Shout out to drugs. Pills. All right. Word of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, y'all. Word of the day is contratant. Mm, bitch. That sounds sexy, y'all. Yeah. Contratant. (laughs) So, this is a French word. All right. This is a French word, and it is spelled C O N T R E 
T-E-M-P-S. So it looks Bitch. like contretemps to us mm-hmm. American fucks, but it's a French <laughs> word, contretemps. And <laughs> it means a small argument or unlucky, inopportune occurrence, or an embarrassing mischance. Or it can also mean a minor. <laughs> How many minutes? It has, it's a noun, so it has, you know. Oh, okay, I see you. I see you. It's, it's doing its thing. Like, it's take, there we go. Right. Virgins. So, all right. So, let me, you know, before we got excited again, let me yeah. say the definition. So, it is a small argument or unlucky, inopportune occurrence or an embarrassing mischance mm. or a minor dispute or disagreement that especially takes place in a public area. Mm. So... You got an example for us? I sure do, girl. You already know. So the first example I'm giving to y'all, this this is obviously in a sentence. After the two friends moved in together, they had frequent contretemps. So basically, you and your friends having minor disputes and disagreements after y'all moved in. So y'all had a contretemps. God damn, nigga. Now, the second example is, let's say I'm talking to you and I know that you and your mother have been going at it for the last two weeks over something stupid. I'm going to say, girl, have you gotten over your little contretemps with your mother (laughs) or are you still not speaking to her? I'm upset. Third example. Come on, y'all. We got got examples of days, nigga. Get at me. Get at her. It's Brie, bitch. He was embarrassed by his contretemps <coughs> after he spilled his drink on his date. Damn. That's real embarrassing because y'all in public. Oh, my gosh. Spill a drink on me, nigga. Spill a well, drink actually, on me. Well, actually, you know, off, off no funny shit, you should. I mean, if it was an accident, you. I mean, on purpose? What is this love and hip-hop? He just I mean, I guess. You. Remember when Ray J threw the girl in the uh, pool? I mean, not the pool, the little water joint. Like, he pushed her. Like right, he, no, he pushed her in the pool, like, yeah. and they got married. So, okay, but yeah, you guys. The <laughs> word of the day is contretemps. Like I said, um, I hope you guys can use that word the next time you get into a quarrel or a oh, disagreement. On, Just be on. like, you know what, baby, I don't got time for this contretemps right now, baby. I'm trying to love you, girl. You always want to have a contretemps. Contretemps, don't see talking. Damn, baby, I'm tired of these contretemps. I want to f- just love you and shit. <laughs> Y'all, me and Taylor are so silly. This oh my god. <laughs> but nah, I mean, well, we're going to end it with the song of the day. So, the song of the day, well, at first it was this Frank Ocean Lone Mix joint, but now I'm going to change it to Zen Man. Point, bitch. Yeah. Y'all can also check the sound on High Tide One Six Seven. I run that. She um, run it. It's run a it. little music page on SoundCloud. We got your hottest. You got your hottest songs on there that SoundCloud will allow. But once again, it's on High Tides One Six Seven. Go on that. So before we play the song, I'm gonna just end on this note. I don't brew the tea, bitch. I just serve it. Message. You ain't know my lonely. Stay down, but he folded. I really thought that nigga was my homie. You ain't do it yeah. like you're lonely. Customized. Baby trouble when we came from the Russian guy. Stay in the trap, no you can't come inside. Standing on me, they know who put the gun inside. Look at me now, I'm feeling like bust around. Smooth of the pounds, come and shop anytime. Mini Uzi going blow like a daddy line. I'm on the drugs, can't feel yeah, it. I'm feeling yeah, like yeah. 50, I'm rolling with mini man. 
Kiddo won't hop all that minivan Spin on this block, I ain't talking no ceiling fan Me and Lil' Dre back on that crib again Big drums, we ain't playing with instruments Hit it calm, got 12 trying to bliss again Block with one shit I pick again These niggas not trapping, they just tryna fit in Catch a blaze, they got play for the risk game Mass down, send a shot at your head bang Now the little nigga a dead man Hit him with pack in the trunk like the mailman Scoop at a jug for 10 bands It's trapping eight I slide in the I'm off a ball now These niggas never gon' I heard she is loving her And you still loving her Baby chopper when we came from the Russian guy Stay in the trap, no you can't come inside Standing on me, they that who put the gun inside Look at me now, I'm feeling like bust around Smoke of the pounds, come and shop anytime Mini Uzi going blow like a dandelion I'm on the drugs, I can't feel yeah, it I'm feeling like 50, I'm rolling with mini man Care to one hop all that mini man Spin on this block, I ain't talking no ceiling fan Me and Lil' Dre, back to that crib again Big drums, we ain't playing with instruments Hit it calm, got 12, trying to bliss again I'm so